celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM. On this 20th day of April, 2023, your date four two zero two zero two three. we welcome you to the show. Not only those of you listening here at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff, but also many platforms across the world that we have, like uh, our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Then, of course, your devices, those iPhones and Androids you can't live without. Get that app, the KSHP radio station app. Stick it on your device, and you can hear us now, 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 now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. Welcome to the show, however, wherever, whenever you get us. Here in Las Vegas, looking out the window of the studio at uh, 10 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, we see the sun is shining, sky is blue, and the ground is dry. We're going to have a great weekend here in Las Vegas, weather-wise. 57 degrees right now, and we're going to top it off 20 degrees higher before the day is out at 77 degrees. So we get 77, but listen. It's going to get hotter over the weekend. We roll in through the weekend, and by Sunday, we're going to be 90 degree high. 90. And no wind out there right now. Maybe a trickle of a breeze, maybe. But no wind out there. It's not predicted to have any wind. So we're going to have a a great weekend. And, of course, here in Las Vegas locally, we're rooting for the Golden Knights, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, our hockey team. We got a little beat up uh, the other day in uh, in the first game of round one, but uh, we're going to get it back tonight at the T-Mobile Arena. By the way, here in Las Vegas, news broke uh, this morning that the Oakland A's Major League Baseball team that's been trying to get a new stadium in Oakland in California due to all the red tape and all the garbage that goes on there have secured land here in Las Vegas just off the strip in the area where T-Mobile is at and the Allegiant uh, Stadium where the Raiders play, they have secured enough land there to build a stadium. And so the Oakland A's look like they're going to become the Las Vegas Athletics here soon. And we're happy and we're excited about that, getting Major League Baseball here. We already have the uh, farm team here, Uh, but uh, it looks like they are tilting this way now. I think they've had enough of all the red tape in California. And they are moving ahead to uh, relocating and uh, building a uh, state-of-the-art stadium here. So that's all good stuff here for Las Vegas, Nevada. We welcome you to join us here. Not only this weekend, but of course, 16 days, 8 hours, 32 minutes, and 49 seconds to go until the run for the Roses, the Kentucky Derby. And 15 days from now, one week, uh, make that two weeks from tomorrow... Two weeks from tomorrow, we will hold our annual South Point Derby Seminar at the South Point. 
It'll be in the Grandview Lounge, adjacent to the race book. It'll be Friday night, right after the Kentucky Oaks, big Kentucky Oaks card at Churchill Downs. Friday night, May 5th, 6 p.m. in the Grandview Lounge. We'll be having our Kentucky Derby seminar featuring in-house handicapper John Lindo and across-the-country handicapper Jonathan Hardoon. And I'll, uh, I'll host the thing for you. And we're going to go over the Kentucky Derby and all the other great races that surround the Kentucky Derby. As you know, Kentucky Oaks Day, Kentucky Derby Day, and even the Thursday before that they're now labeling Thurby Day. Got a lot of great stakes races, a lot of opportunities, and a lot of good competitive uh, cards yet to come. So we'll uh, take a look at uh, see uh, the other any of the other uh, stakes races, any of the races that we can make money on. Derby Seminar, Friday, two weeks from tomorrow, 6 p.m. in the Grandview Lounge. That's that's the first step. Then after we get a good night's sleep, we get up early. We go to the Grand Ballroom upstairs, the big Grand Ballroom at the South Point where all the all the walls in the grand volume will be adorned with huge, huge, big-screen videos, big-screen TVs. I call them TVs. I don't know what you call them. You call them, you know, big-screen whatever. It's, it's like if you watch them, you're watching the races there, it seems like they're running right into you. Big, big-screen TVs in the uh, ballroom upstairs, the grand ballroom, for the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby viewing party and betting windows. Oh, yeah, we got betting windows up there. Put the big screens as well. And huge banquet tables. You can spread out all your handicapping paraphernalia plus the food and beverage. Okay. So the uh, seminar and the viewing uh, derby ballroom, all free, including your parking for your car. Your car gets in free, too. Always has. Always will be. It's free parking right now. At the South Point, free parking there. So all of that uh, good stuff. Now, if you're planning on coming out uh, from out of town, they do have uh, <clears throat> some derby uh, packages for you. Just call the South Point and get your room reservation. But you better get it real quick because, like I said, there's only uh, 15 days, two weeks from tomorrow for the seminar, and 16 days, eight hours, 30 minutes, and two seconds and counting to the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, May 6th. So what about that? And of course, as I said, we welcome all of you, however, wherever, whenever you get us to the show today. Uh, Well, we do know that um, there are a lot of horses on the cusp for the Kentucky Derby, and some are now making plans for the middle jewel of the Triple Crown, the ones who are on the cusp and don't think they're going to get in. For example, the winner of the Lexington. Now, you know, the horse that finished third in the Lexington got enough points to get it in the Derby, disarm. But, and remember, the Preakness is on May 20th, two, two weeks after the Kentucky Derby, middle jewel of the Triple Crown. The winner of the Lexington Stakes last Saturday, first mission, he's moving towards heading that group of newcomers uh, to go into the Preakness. Trainer Brad Cox said, obviously... Uh, they have to see what happens in the Kentucky Derby, who does and what they do there. But uh, they figure that they're going to send a first mission on to the Preakness. Winner of the Lexington going on to the Preakness. Now, uh, you remember Bob Baffert said if Arabian Lion ran gave a wild performance, he did uh, you know, run second in the Lexington, that he might think of the Preakness. Of course, he's banned from the Kentucky Derby this year again. But he didn't, doesn't think he's going to send Arabian Lion to the Preakness anyway. But it doesn't mean he won't have an entrant because he's got plenty of three-year-olds and he will probably more than likely be represented in the Preakness with one or maybe more three-year-olds for that race. And then the two horses that got automatic berths to the Preakness chase the chaos and perform winners of the El Camino Real Derby at Golden Gate and the Federico Tessio last Saturday at Laurel. Uh, they're going to go because uh, they have automatic entries by virtue of winning those races in the Preakness. So you can see that not only are the horses that are maybe on the cusp and won't get in uh, to the Preakness, uh, you, I mean to the Kentucky Derby, you got them heading and already thinking about the Preakness. So there'll be, be a nice uh, fresh group in the Preakness. Now, that's for the Preakness. But of course, as you know, we're still looking at horses 
that may very well get into the Kentucky Derby because there are always defections in the body of 20. One of those horses sitting on the cusp is Skinner. Remember, this was a nice, uh, he, he ran a big race, I thought, in the Santa Anita Derby. Um, he was a third place finisher in there, but he was in that kind of blanket finish. Uh, I think he was beaten less than a length for the win. Uh, he is a he's a horse that is improving at the right time. Now he got beat what about about a neck in the Kentucky Derby to the Derby winner and the second place finisher. Well, uh, trainer uh, Mister Sheriffs, his trainer, is training him like he's in the field for the Kentucky Derby because he went back and worked nine days. After that uh, San Anita Derby run, he worked a half-mile Monday to stay on target for the Kentucky Derby. So we'll wait and see about that. Skinner might be a, one of those last ones pushed in there. You know, remember what happened last year. Don't need to tell you what happened last year. And how that uh, winner got into the Kentucky Derby less than 72 hours before the race. So we'll wait and see about that. Wait and see about that. Uh, and Forte is getting ready to uh, have another workout at uh, Churchill Downs. Okay, well, coming up this weekend, uh, we get the Ben Ollie at Keeneland. Rattle and, Row and, uh, Rattle and Roll and Tawny Port are headed for that race. You know, Rattle and Roll won the uh, Breeders' Cup. Uh, I'm sorry, the Breeders' Futurity at Keeneland back in 21, and Tawny Port won the Lexington last year, so they're going to head up a field in the Ben Ollie, and then you got Defunded. He's returning uh, to the uh, Southern California for the Californian coming up this weekend at Santa Anita. Defunded will head the Californian field, the Grade Two Californian. Last Samurai, who's been doing uh, great work at Oaklawn Park, is going to seek another victory in the Oaklawn Handicap this weekend. He, he, he attracts a strong field of seven for that race in the Oaklawn Handicap coming up this weekend. And the grade one winner, Channel Maker, is going to be going in the Elkhorn, seeking a consecutive Elkhorn victory. So that is a lot of good stuff happening this weekend, that is for sure. Uh, looking at uh, what happened yesterday at Keeneland, <clears throat> I'm just going to tell you right now, I'll uh, move away from the suspense. There was a one-day carryover in the pick six of Keeneland uh, yesterday. Well, they didn't hit it yesterday either. I'll tell you that in a minute. So you got a big pick six carryover. It's a $1 wager, too. Remember, it's a $1 base wager, the Keeneland pick six, and it's a regular pick six rules, no jackpot. You got a two-day carryover there today, making this a really fun Thursday for Keeneland. And it was all centered around the sixth race, a mile-and-a-half turf race, and that's the race where Foreign Relations, ridden by Flavian Pratt, took the lead uh, midway down the home stretch, veered in uh, and really lugged in rather uh, badly, real bad, squeezed a horse, and the master of the ring was between horses, clipped heels, and fell. Tyler Gaffleone went tumbling to the ground. And, of course, Foreign Relations, who went on to, to finish first, was ultimately disqualified and placed last for impeding and dropping Gaffleon and impeding Master of the Rings. Unfortunately, Master of the Rings had to be euthanized off of that spill. Gaffleon bounced back and actually fulfilled his riding engagements in the last two races of the day. But because Foreign Relations got disqualified, the second-place finisher after the field scattered from uh, the spill, Wind Twist, a huge long shot, paid $113.94 to win. $2 win bet, 113 and change, okay? And that is the one nail in the pick-six coffin that produced a two-day carryover in the pick-six for sure. So you got to Two-day pick-six carryover today as a result of that race. Now, there's been a lot of um, conversation on Twitter about whether, uh, you know, Pratt should get days, uh, whether he did it on purpose, and they were relating to Irad Ortiz Jr., who does those things, and someone else is saying that 
unless the stewards start penalizing jockeys for shifting uh, shifting uh, their path in the stretch. These things are going to start to happen, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's criticism on both sides. We'll get a, we'll get a thought from John Lindo on that race. But in any case, you got to pick six carryover. Now, the late pick five. Uh, here's the prices, $5.06, $10.24, then the $113.94 winner. Then you had a $4.28 winner, favorite there, and a $29.94 winner in the last race. we got to give you that breakage to the penny. In any case, those were the prices. The pick five, late pick five at Kindlin paid for, this is 50 cent, $70,051.77. Yeah. Uh, now, Tyler Gaffleone, as I said, bounced back off of that spill in the sixth race, rode the seventh. Flavian Pratt came back and won the seventh with a favorite film star for Brad Cox. And so it goes. Jonathan Ardoon gave us a winner yesterday in the fourth race, up and down. Seven to two on the morning line, paid $5.06. So he got bet down. But he was a winner there. And uh, Jonathan's uh, selection at Tampa Bay, by the way, yesterday was big long shot. It turned out to be a big long shot, 9-1. to one. Finished second to the favorite. Now, Jonathan's horse finishing second paid $8.40 to place. But if you hooked him up with the favorite, you were doing all right there at Tampa Bay yesterday. Uh, some of the uh, <clears throat> quick stuff from yesterday. Okay. Taking a look at the weather across the country. You know what it is here. Looks pretty good up and down the Pacific Coast, Gulf Coast, and Atlantic Coast all clear. The only action is going on over Iowa. The Great Lakes having a little bit more there in Wisconsin, etc. Uh, and uh, you also have uh, still a lot of snow in the northern uh, border of the U.S. and the southern border of Canada between the uh, Midwestern area up there, the Plains, etc. So all in all, looks pretty good uh, across the country. All right, we got a lot to do today because. We have Jonathan Hardoon back with us, Rich Eng, John Lindo, all with Keeneland selections and sheets. And Jerry J is going to be with us because Aqueduct's back in business as well. So we're just starting out on this almost Friday, Thursday show. Don't go away. We will be right back. Bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day las vegas and as i said a couple of nice uh, big races coming up this weekend but none bigger at least purse wise than the oak lawn handicap at Oakland Park, that'll be one of three stakes races on Saturday. A mile and one-eighth, but this thing's got a purse of a $1 million. $1 million at Oakland. Boy, they're giving away money there. That's for sure. Now, they have a field of seven, and from the rail out, number one is rated R superstar, David Cabrero, for Martin Bellafranco. The two is Last Samurai. That'll be the two-to-one favorite there. D. Wayne Lucas trainee. Christian Torres will ride. Torres having a big meet at Oakland. And so is Last Samurai, by the way. 
Uh, the three is Stiletto Boy. He's back. Kent DeSormo is going to ride for Ed Moger Jr. The four is Proxy. <clears throat> Joel Rosario for Michael Stidham. The five is Senor Buscador. Ricardo Santana Jr. for da- Todd Fincher. Not Pletcher. Todd Fincher. The six is Classic Causeway. Francisco Arriata for Kenny McPeak. And the seven is Charge It. Luis Saez for Todd Pletcher. And Charge It is uh, the morning line favorite eight, the five last samurai, two to one. This is a good competitive field, should be, for a million dollars. I mean, come on, right? So that's going to be a goodie. And then, of course, uh, the Californian in Southern California, that is, of course, the prep for the the Gold Cup. It's only 200 grand, grade two. But Defunded leads the field of six. He'll draw the rail. Juan Hernandez riding for Bob Baffert. Then you have Kiss Today Goodbye. Hector Barrios for Edgar, uh, Eric Krulljak. The three is Mr. Impossible. Ramon Vasquez for Simon Callahan. The four, Midnight Mammoth. Kyle Frey for Craig Delasi. The five is Parnelli. Victor Espinosa for John Sheriffs. And the six is Royal Ship. Mike Smith riding for Dick Mandela. So this is going to be a good weekend of racing, that's for sure. But we got a menu of racetracks available today for you. Yes, we do. One more uh, quick note uh, that, you know, we're talking about uh, the big purse, the million-dollar purse at Oaklawn Park uh, for the uh, Oaklawn uh, Handicap this uh, weekend. Uh, boy, there I mean, leaps and bounds the success and the growth of Kentucky Downs. I mean, leaps and bounds. So this is that European-looking racetrack, all turf, all that. You know that. It has a short meet. But they've had huge purses there because of the the gaming, uh, the machines that they have there that they uh, supplement the purses, okay? So, you know, you got maiden horses going for $150,000. It got even bigger this weekend. The officials at the turf-only track announced... The newly named Mint Millions will be a $2 million race during the seven-day meet. That happens at the end of August and the first uh, two weeks of September. You got millions going on. Now, just think of it. I mean, you got, you know, Oakland Parks had several million-dollar races. The Apple Blossom, the Arkansas Derby, and this weekend's big race. And then you got all those races, the big stuff going on at Kentucky Downs. Good stuff around the country. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and Racetracks Around the Country. Reminding you, first post times, we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day. Reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times that roll out in our racebooks today. After all, we're in Las Vegas, race day Las Vegas. However, if you're listening on any of the different platforms that we have that cover the world, and you're in another time zone, remember that the menu, uh, the first post times on our menu reflect that of the Pacific time zone. If you're not in it, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything. Uh Uh-uh. Not like I uh, miss mom and dad, okay? Then uh, we'll start with your racing menu for today, Thursday. Ready? Okay, here we go. Laurel Park starts it out. Laurel Park in Maryland has eight races. Their first post time is 925. 9.25 9.25 at Laurel. Pick six jackpot carryover, 6170 bucks. Gulfstream Park is next. Gulfstream Park has nine races, and their first post time is 9.40. Their uh, rainbow pick six jackpot carryover is $110,264. First post time, 9.40. Then we get to Keeneland. Woo, boy. Two-day pick six carryover at Keeneland. Dollar base bet, regular pick six, not a jackpot. The carryover, $226,155. Nine races, first post time, 10 a.m. No stakes race today, but all the money is in that pick six carryover. First post time, 10 a.m. at Keeneland. Aqueduct is next. The Big A back in business today. Mostly cloudy, 51 degrees. Track fast and the turf courses are firm. Eight races today at the Big A. And uh, their first post time is 10.20, 10.20. No stakes race today. Uh, they have a pick six carryover, though. Their pick six carryover from Sunday, $37,483.21 to be exact. Okay, so they got a small pick six carryover today. 
at Aqueduct. And again, it's a regular pick six with a dollar base bet. First post time for eight races, 10-20. Hawthorne Racecourse is next. Hawthorne Racecourse has eight races. They have a super high five jackpot carryover, 29185 bucks. And their first post time at Hawthorne today is at 12.30. Penn National has seven races. Penn Nat's first post time is 3 p.m. Their super high five jackpot carryover, $24,903. First post time, 3 p.m. Evangeline Downs is next, eight races. First post time, 3.30 at Evangeline. And Charlestown wraps it up. Charlestown's races, pick six jackpot carryover, $63,234. Nine races, first post time is at 4 p.m. That is your Thursday racing menu. And I guess everybody will be concentrating on the eastern time zone between Aqueduct and Keeneland with carryovers today. Jonathan Hardoon, good morning. You there, Jonathan? Hello, Jonathan. You there? Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. All right, we don't have Jonathan right now. We're going to go to our break, and I'll guarantee you that I'll get him right after the break. Don't go away. We got bugaboos again in the phone line. favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer come in and sign up for the nevada race book mobile app for just a 50 dollars minimum deposit you'll have the race book right at your fingertips no matter where you are in nevada it's convenient fun and easy to use when you do have time to visit south point casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player with 52 overhead tvs free wi-fi and cocktail service bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the usb ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All righty. I think we got him back. Are you there, Jonathan? Are you there? I'm here, Ralph. Okay, good. Don't know what happened, but we got those uh, phone line bugaboos working again. But we got you now. <clears throat> Let me ask you this, uh, Jonathan. Were you watching uh, Keeneland yesterday? Yeah, I was betting Keeneland. All right, well, you're betting and watching Keeneland. Okay. So um, what would you think of the disqualification or the whole mess there in the sixth race? Well, people are talking about that that horse shouldn't have come down. I mean, to me, it was pr- pretty blatant. I mean, he made a left-hand turn right into him. And he caused the horse to go down. Yeah, we're getting it. This this line is terrible. Okay, we're going to try to keep you on if we can. Uh, uh, now, I think it should have been disqualified, but I don't think it was intentional. Do you? No, of course. We right. would never try to hurt somebody. Not Pratt, anybody, anyway. Yeah. Now, as a result of that, Gaffleone bounced back and ra- uh, c- completed his uh, assignments for the day. Ironically, uh, Pratt won the next race for Brad Cox anyway, but um, unfortunately, the horse didn't make it. Well, it looked pretty bad, Ralph, to be honest yeah. with you. It's a miracle that nothing happened to Gaffleon. Yeah, no, no kidding. Gosh, uh, are you on a cell? Are you on a, a, a speakerphone? I'm on the phone that I always call you on. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is like... It's uh, your end, not mine. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Okay. We're going to try to keep you on. Uh, in any case, okay, let's, uh, I would hate to say, let's cut to the chase because I'd like to have a <laughs> little bit more of a conversation with you. But uh, this weekend, we got some really uh, nice races coming up, uh, Oaklawn and, and finally in Southern California. And uh, any thoughts about any of the big races coming up this weekend since we won't have you on Saturday or Sunday? 
No, but you'll have me tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the Oakland race is a terrific betting race because I want to play against Chargers, who will be the big favorite. Everyone that came out of his last race actually ran backwards in their next start. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I think it's a good race to play against the favorite there. All righty. Well, you know, I, I really do apologize about this, but we are having trouble with the line. So what we'll do is we'll just cut to the chase, reminding everybody here today that you have full sheets for both Aqueduct and Keeneland, right? Yes, and the winner in second yesterday, so let's see if we can't make it two more. Oh, that second place finish. I know the horse that ran second wasn't beaten. You know, it was beat, uh, well beaten, I mean, by the favorite. But, boy, that was a nice price. Yeah, nine to one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go, Ralph. First of our two radio plays comes in the sixth race at Aqueduct today, and I like number four horse in here, Victorious Wave. A four-year-old gelding from the Rob Batches Farm. Annie Franco rides four to one on the morning line. Number four, Victorious Wave, wins today's sixth race out at Aqueduct. All right, sixth race at Aqueduct, the four-horse Victorious Wave, Manny Franco aboard, the four in the sixth race at uh, Aqueduct, reminding everybody there is a pick-six carryover there, and it is a $1 base bet, right, a regular pick-six. Correct. All right, sixth race, the four-horse at Aqueduct, and I would imagine we're going to Keeneland. Keeneland race five, five-and-a-half furlongs on the turf, and I like the number five horse in here, Hideki. Four-year-old filly from the Ryan Walsh barn, Louis Sayers aboard to ride. This horse tries turf today for the first time, but she's been running very well on the tapita, and she's bred for turf. Ryan Walsh is a trainer, six to one on the morning line. Number five, Hideki wins race number five today out at Keeneland. All right, with that two-day big pick six carryover at Keeneland, again, a regular pick six, and it is a $1 base bet there as well. The fifth race is also the anchor of the early pick five and early pick four. Fifth race, the five, Hideki, with Luis Saez, the five and the fifth, easy to remember there at Keeneland. Again, full sheets at Keeneland and Aqueduct, uh, Jonathan Ardoon at your website. Right, Jonathan? Yes, sir. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe. Be well. We'll hopefully talk tomorrow. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Thanks a lot, my man. Let's see if we have Rich Ang on the line. Is this Rich here? Hello, is this Rich? Rich Ang, are you there? Rich Ang? Hello, Rich? Yeah, hey, Ralph. Uh, you know, uh, I would imagine you were, were you on the phone here or are we having a problem or were you doing something? I was doing something. Okay. I was listening on to the show on the internet because I couldn't hear it through the phone. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got you on now. So, um, just for a minute or two, uh, did you see the uh, sixth race yesterday at Keeneland? Uh, the the big spill there, and what do you think? Yes, I did see it, and it was really ugly. Um, the the key that I did not have a chance to see, or anybody had a chance to see, was the head on. Because Flavion Pratt's mount went in, as you aptly described, but it's hard to tell how much was Pratt's fault or just the horse being uncontrollable. Right. But obviously, the uh, outcome was, you know, uh, terrible for uh, the horse that uh, went down and Tyler Gaffleyon, and it was very, very lucky not to be injured seriously. But uh, hard to tell how much Pratt was at fault without seeing the head on. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of tweets of people who have been saying that it's kind of like I had one. Oh, I had uh, read one tweet, and I can't remember who it was from, that said they're blaming the officials, the stewards, for what happened there because they've been allowing these jockeys when they get the lead to shift ground lanes one, you know, either inside or out um, uh, deliberately to try to not impede, but to try to move out and have the horses that are coming at them behind them have to move out a little bit more before they get to them. So unless, you know, the horse, unless they're, uh, you know, come alongside and you brush them and you push them out, you can get an inquiry. But if you start drifting before they get to you, they have to drift out to get around you because the old saying is, uh, if you're clear, uh, you know, the ground is yours before it's theirs. But in doing that, uh, they, they've, this particular Twitter feed feels that the the stewards are cutting it, uh, you know, it's too close. The jockeys are starting to go in and out, and that's when these horses clip heels because they're almost up behind them when, when they start doing that uh, maneuver 
as far as jockeying is concerned. And they think that they have to be a little bit stricter with the lane restrictions from drifting out or drifting in on purpose. Well, the number one culprit of yeah. doing that has been Irad Ortiz Jr., yeah. where he changes lanes to try to intimidate uh, another horse, another jockey. And the thing that I always, always remember being taught about the stretch run with horses and jockeys is you're supposed to maintain a straight path and that seems to be something that not many jockeys do anymore. So you're right about that, Ralph. It has to be uh, stricter rules as far as maintaining that straight path and, and discouraging jockeys from uh, from intimidating, you know, their 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 foes. Yeah. But I do think in this particular instance with Flavian Pratt, who has always been uh, never had the reputation of being anything but a clean rider. That mm-hmm. um, that I think it was the horse more reacting. I think the horse, you know, just you know, these are you try to control these horses, but if you if they duck in or out right away, before you get a chance to correct them and get it away, things like this can happen. And uh, I think that this particular situation was more the horse, well, all the horse rather than the jockey. But uh, we're thankful that uh, Gaffleyon bounced out of it. Unfortunately, the horse didn't, and that's that's a loss, Master of the ring did not make it all right time to get started you have a sheet uh, right now you're actually going to be uh, doing two sheets when sanita resumes uh, their uh, racing tomorrow with the beginning of the hollywood meet they call it the hollywood meet now uh, and uh, you'll be doing a full keeneland sheet throughout the uh, keeneland meeting and of course southern california as well but for today you have one sheet and that is a keeneland uh, nine race card at keeneland with a big two-day pick six carryover and so we'll get a, a, a pick from you richie yeah, we're going to take a shot at a horse, Ralph, that, uh, using one of your terms, uh, has some meat on the bone. Let's go to race number eight. It's a mile and an eighth optional claimer, 80. And a horse that's 15-1 in the morning line is the number seven creative minister yeah. with uh, Brian Hernandez riding for Kenny McPeak. I know McPeak has always liked this horse, and if you take a look at the resume, mm-hmm. he thought enough of this horse to run in the Preakness of the Belmont last year. And uh, while the horse has been a little a bit uh, disappointing to McPeak, I'm I'm sure he still likes this horse a lot. This is a very winnable spot. 15 to 1 would be a great price to get. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number seven, creative minister in the eighth. Boy, if that horse gets there at that price, that'll help out in the pick six. That is the next, the last race in the pick six sequence, the eighth race on the card. And in this race, you got a six to five favorite. It's a good competitive race. And uh, Creative Minister, a nice fat 15 to 1 on the morning line. Brian Hernandez riding for Mr. Bipkeek. So in the eighth race, you're going to try to take a shot with the seven Creative Minister. And boy, oh boy, from your lips to the gambling god's ears, that's for sure. Eighth race, the seven. Rich Jang's play uh, the $2 ROI on the seven in the eighth race at Keeneland. Don't forget, get the rest of what Richie has to offer today at Keeneland with that two-day pick six carryover right there at the racedaylasvegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich, uh, and thanks a lot for putting up with the, uh, the bugaboo phone system again. Hey, thanks a lot, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. I want to remind everybody out there, you know, we keep telling you about the phone system, and it's, uh, it's really not the blame of the radio station. They have been diligently trying to work with the phone company here. But uh, we will do what we have to do, and we're going to keep trying to get you those picks no matter what. And hopefully we'll have John Lindo and Jerry J coming up, so don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
All righty. Back on race day. Let's see if we got John Lindo. Are you there, John? I am here. How are you doing? My goodness, you sound okay. <laughs> so far. Yeah, huh? Well, we finally got a line that works. Anyhow, uh, John, I'm asking everybody out there, and I know you witnessed the uh, sixth race yesterday as well at Keeneland. Uh, your thoughts about uh, what happened in the race and the adjudication of it? I just thought the horse, the horse that Pratt was on was green and ducked in, and I didn't see anything that he did. And then, like the rest of the guy said, you couldn't see a replay, so you couldn't verify what you thought you saw the first time. Now, uh, you're right. They didn't show a replay. However, there's one thing that Keeneland did that you tweeted out and that uh, when I saw your tweet, I went to it and I thought was a great idea. And that was Keeneland actually posts the adjudication and the explanation of the adjudication on their website, right? Yeah. When there's an incident, what they will do is they will tell what happened to the uh, rider the horse, the reasons for it, the reasons for disqualification. So it's all transparent, and I, I think that's important. And uh, it's the first time I've seen a track post that publicly like that. Me too. On Twitter, so I thought it was great. I, I, I couldn't believe it when you said so. I said, well, let me check it out. And it's a full explanation. It's like exactly what the stewards were going through when they deli- uh, in their deliberation when they finally made the decision about it. Um, although, uh, you know, like you said, they didn't show that replay, but it was pretty self-explanatory what the, what they saw and what they adjudicated from what they saw. Now, uh, the only thing they didn't, uh, say, and I was kind of interested in because I know the uh, Flavian Pratt and, and such a classy guy as he is, I was wondering what, you know, now, you know, Pratt more likely than not said, well, I'm really sorry, etc." but I would like to uh, have known what he said about the incident. Well, I think he was on the gallop out checking with the other guys. Is, is Tyler Gaffleone okay? You could see him talking to a couple of the guys going out. Yeah. And obviously where he was, he couldn't see it. So, uh, yeah, you know, I've seen Flavian write enough. He's not a dirty writer. No, no, no. We're not even suggesting that. But I thought, you know, he, he probably really felt bad about it. But it didn't look, it looked like uh, he was, it would, he couldn't control the horse at that moment. Yeah, well, you know, the European horse, when he made the lead like that and saw the daylight and big crowd toward the right, he went to the left. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was really amazing. Uh, John, uh, of course, you got the Linda report today for Keeneland. Of course, you'll kick in with Santa Anita starting tomorrow. And uh, it looks like they have a, a, a really good card for the weekend at Santa Anita. Of course, they got the Californian. And the Kona Gold, two uh, great races, uh, stakes races over the weekend. But uh, it looks like uh, the horsemen are anxious to get back in business. I think so. Uh, you know, it seems like it's been forever since we ran. So we've got nine races on uh, Friday, ten on Saturday. We'll enter today for Sunday. The uh, turf course is in full use. The weather's good. We've got no excuses. So let's hope we can put on a good show and get some momentum going. Well, we know one thing for sure. We're going to have a lot of interest today at Keeneland because they have a two-day pick-six carry over there uh, after that uh, that race yesterday. And, uh, you know, that carryover at Keeneland is a, a, a pretty good one. And we remind everybody that's a $1 base bet, and it's not uh, at all a um, uh, jackpot. It's just a regular pick-six. Right. If nobody hits it, they won't give it out. It'll be a carryover into Saturday. So this is your basic old time, old school pick six. Yeah, it is. And uh, two hundred twenty-six thousand one hundred fifty-five dollars plus the money bet into it today. And ladies and gentlemen, you have the opportunity and the good luck of getting a Lindell report for today's Keeneland Racecourse. All the races at Keeneland, including a suggested late pick four. And all the goody information at the bottom, it's all one comprehensive sheet. It is at one place only here in Las Vegas, exclusively and free of charge at the South Point Racebook because they love horse players. All right, my man, uh, we'll take a selection. Let's go down to the ninth and final and try and make a big late double with Richie's horse in the eighth. Yeah. In the ninth race today, number seven, Sherlock's Jewel, showed a lot of speed setting a fast pace down that tricky uh, Kentucky Downs course last summer and just got run down late. Coming off the layoff, Lasik's on. He doesn't have to have the lead based on his debut, and there isn't much speed in this race anyway, so he'll be up on or near the lead. Luis Sayas has the call, 12-1 to 1 on the morning line. He's the horse to catch, turn it for home. 
Let's take our chances, number seven, Sherlock's Jewel, race number nine in Keeneland. Well, there you have it. And remember that uh, the number seven is a lucky one here in Las Vegas. So we got a late double going. Eighth race, Richie's horse is number seven. Ninth race, your horse is number seven, Sherlock's Jewel. And you guys got both double-digit morning line horses. So if we could hit that, we got the cha-ching going on for the weekend, that's for sure. Ninth race, the seven, Sherlock's Jewel, is John Lindo's pick off the Lindo Report for the race day listeners. And by the way, uh, that ninth race wraps up the pick six, the late pick five, the late pick four, the late pick three. And, of course, the late double. We got a Sirocco double now to the eighth and ninth race, the seven-seven combination. Hopefully, it'll produce... The luck of the sevens, that's for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, John. Okay, good luck today, Ralph. You got it, my man. All right, we will be in search of Jerry Jackowitz for your aqueduct selections. Don't go away. favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer come in and sign up for the nevada race book mobile app for just a 50 dollars minimum deposit you'll have the race book right at your fingertips no matter where you are in nevada it's convenient fun and easy to use when you do have time to visit south point casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas show heard morning Pacific time Wednesday through Friday 7 to 8 a.m., Saturday and Sunday 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Sports Talk 1400 a.m. Streaming and archive on racedaylasvegas.com and on the KSHP phone app. You can reach us at the website, on Twitter at RacedayLVRalph, or at RacedayLasVegas at Cox.net. Have a great race day. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Now we go right out to Jerry Jackwood standing by in his office. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Glad to be connected. Well, we are, but uh, we're having a lot of echoing going on on our side. It's not your phone. It's uh, it's uh, part of the system here that they're trying to correct with the uh, phone company. In any case, uh, we're back at Aqueduct today. We have a small carryover in the pick six at Aqueduct of uh, 37483 and change. And it looks like uh, track's going to be fast and the turf courses are firm. Yes, Ralph, that's true. And uh, I have the third and the eighth for you today. Let's do it. Third race? Okay, let's try Big Engine, number six. Okay. Play the six with the one, the two, and the five. All right. One, two, and... We're looking to beat the heavy favorite, running with... uh, Running Son of a Gun. 
All right. In the third race, you like the six big engine. You're going to take them over the one. Now, there's an entry in there. Is the ones or a, a specific one? Both. Okay. So the six over the ones, which is an entry, the two and the five, and reverse. You're trying to beat the five running son of a gun who's four to five on the morning line. So the five is the one you're trying to beat with the six. The six over the ones, two and five, and reverse third race. Next. All right, that's the final race on the card. It is. Number 10, Barone Marchi, or Marchist, uh, is coming off a layoff, but is faster than all the horses that have run here by quite a bit. So I'll take this layoff horse at 2-1 to one or better, play the 10 over 2, All right, the eighth race at Aqueduct, uh, which is the final race in the pick six there with the carryover. In the eighth race at Aqueduct, do you like the 10 over the link-ups of 2, 5, 6, and 8? 10 over 2, 5, 6, 8, and reverse the $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 10, correct? Perfect. All right. want to remind everybody that Jerry J's Power Pages for Aqueduct today, available at jerryjspowerpage.com. And we also want to remind everybody out there that uh, Jerry J will be back to work doing two sheets tomorrow when the uh, Hollywood meet at Santa Anita cranks up the Southern California racing again. He'll have a Santa Anita sheet and an aqueduct sheet as well. And I know you're you're working on the numbers right now for the Kentucky Derby horses, no doubt. Of course. <laughs> All right. And you still uh, you're still a uh, as far as your your numbers are concerned, it's still forte, right? Well, I'm I'm thinking I like Angel of Empire. It's still improving. Long striding distance cold. All right, all right. Well, we got uh, we got almost uh, we got a little over two weeks to go yet, so a lot can happen. That's for sure. Hopefully, a lot will happen by tomorrow morning with these phones. In any case, Jerry, you got the last say. Have a great race.